developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Welcome to the second episode of 2024 of Out of the Pods. I'm Deep T. And I'm Natalie. Wow, you are in such a good mood. <laughs> I think I'm going to do that every single time until I can stop. Like two, three, four, five. Or we'll six. six. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can I tell you something? So what? this is a fun fact. You already know this fact. But I say the word six, like, you know, one, yeah. two, or first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth incorrectly i've done it <laughs> my entire life what is how do you actually say it sixth 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 why can't sixth I, sixth sixth why so can't you for, say that for some reason i can't say it and i said it again sixth. last night when i was talking to new york boy yeah he was like what <laughs> sixth he's like what the you said what? You said what? Because because a New York boy and I got into a fight, and I was all deep deep. I'm not going to talk to this guy anymore. And it's like, yeah. I was like shook it, shook it. I am drooling right now. Why are you drooling? What? Because you were like what? I know, I know you like were trying really- to. And I know you were trying to cover for me, like trying yeah. to be like, oh, let me just like <laughs> not give any indication. Uh, I was wrong. like, oh, but thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for you, Natty. <laughs> Sixth. So to um, I haven't told Deepy this, but New York boy and I have been fighting, but we spoke last night. I will share the entire story with you guys in like probably a few episodes, but like things happen like mm, going down. But anyways, this episode isn't about dating. However, okay, (laughs) I said the word sixth. Sixth, I said it. Sixth. No, it's sixth. Like sixth. I said that word and he was like, do you know you say it wrong? (laughs) <laughs> oh my god and you're I was like, like thank you, you i was like no i was like i i know i do but i thought i was saying it right like i used to say it really wrong i used to say like sis <laughs> and i was like i thought and and i i thought i had now been saying it right like saying six and he mm-hmm. goes no it's six the like however the other people <laughs> six say the. what anyway, teacher effed you up <laughs> i don't know but i have been saying it wrong since like if i could really remember when someone told me Actually, I think I've been saying it wrong my entire life. Like when I learned that word, but someone yeah. told me in high school that I was, they're oh. like, uh, they're saying like, it wrong. Something's off. And then I remember telling my sister, am I saying this wrong? And she's like, yeah, but we just assumed he had a lisp like for that specific <laughs> word. So we're like, whatever. <laughs> That's cute but though. I, I can't cork. figure out how to say it. It's like my mouth won't let me say sixth. 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 Yeah. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna Sixth work the, on that. we're gonna work on why that. Why can't I say it? <laughs> Sixth. Wait. Hold Sixth. on. 
Sixth. Oh. <laughs> that was like a really hard one for you. Sixth. Sixth. I can't. We literally okay. have to take a shot every time. <laughs> I know. Sixth. But okay, moving on anyways, I say that word wrong. But uh, going back into it, bro. it has been a big news week for Blind. This is absolutely so big of what is happening in our Love is Blind world. But let me just like set the stage for everyone. If you haven't heard by now, according to an article by Variety, Renee Pochet, if you guys remember her, we had her on the podcast. So go listen to that episode for all the full details. But Renee Pochet is a cast member from season five whose storyline was completely cut from the show. And she is suing Kinetic Content and Netflix after being penalized $4 million for violating her non-disclosure agreement by publicly discussing her experience on the show. The lawsuit is seeking to nullify her contract and is claiming intentional infliction of emotional distress. She has Hollywood powerhouse lawyers, Brian Friedman and Mark Garagos, Garagos. I, I, we Garagos. literally had to no, look Garagos. up. Garagos. 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 Mark Garagos who are leading this case. We had to look up the pronunciation of that last name. That one was a tough one. <laughs> so I've heard of Brian Freeman. Like, it is really amazing that he is repping Renee in this um, because he has repped some really big stars. Like, he has repped Chris Harrison, who was formerly the host of the Bachelor franchise, Gabrielle Union, Mariah Carey, Diplo, like, really, really big stars. Ooh. So I, I do think that she really has a case here, considering that yeah. he is taking it on. Um but what do you think about all of this? I mean, I have some, I just have some thoughts. Like, what do you think about that four million penalty from Kinetic Content? It's that clearly, I wild. it's crazy. We both know that it's literally a scare tra- tactic to kind of get her to stop spilling all of the details about her experience on the show. Clearly, you can, it's evident that that's the case, especially when she's like a vet. She, there's no chance she has $4 million. So it's obviously 100%. to scare the shit out of her. And I think that's so fucked up. I agree. I think the fact that it's $4 million, they know she will never be able to pay that. Um, exactly. I agree with you. I think it's a scare tactic. Um, yeah. And I I remember seeing comments somewhere about this story. I think it was on like a U.S. Weekly post or something like, you know, those Instagram posts from Mm -hmm. uh, publications or or media networks. They were talking about the story and someone commented, they must be penalizing her for four million because they know she's going to lose or they know she Mm. is lying. And I was like, I don't think that's the case because there is a history of large corporations, large companies, large entities who bully Mm -hmm. people with these types of fines that they know will scare people who don't have the money. Like there is a history of that in the U.S. So I don't that four million to me just shows how greedy more so kinetic content is. It's literally just about making a case for her so that like other people follow suit. You know what I mean? It's kind of like making an example out of her essentially, but we've seen it in bachelor nation before where, you know, someone will say something about production and they get penalized and fined for such a big like amount. And it's essentially to 
make them an example and make sure that people align with not, you know, speaking out against production. It's actually it's so bad. I actually do think that they're making Renee an example because it's interesting mm-hmm. that they're penalizing Renee, but they did not penalize Uche, who's been very vocal about his experience with production and talked about where things were edited on his season. Um, and then also Nick and Danielle, as far as I know, they have not been penalized by kinetic content or Netflix. You know, uh, that's interesting because why do you why do you think that that's the case? Because I have a theory. <laughs> OK, so my theory is that because Renee wasn't a main cast member, like she mm-hmm. didn't have much screen time on her season. Like there was maybe yeah. like two seconds of her presence. Um, yeah. I feel like they feel like they can make her an example because of that. I think Nick and Danielle have larger platforms. Uche, even though he may not have many followers, he, you know, people know who he is from season five. Do you do you remember when Renee came on our podcast and she spoke about her alleged experience on the show? I think that like kind of just like opened up our eyes to how traumatic of an experience that she had and I'm like actually really proud of her for countersuing honestly because I think if it were you and me like what would we do I have no idea like I would just be so terrified I'd just be like oh my gosh like I'm out you know I don't know you know because it does take a lot of energy and a lot of money to countersue um yeah you know Obviously, when a big production company like Kinetic Content does it, it's I feel it's like it's whatever. not that big of a deal aside from it really mm-hmm. hurts like the reputation of the Love is Blind franchise and, and their personal reputation as a company. But right. to be one person going through all of that, that's a lot of like stress that I, I don't I would have to weigh like, is it worth it? But yeah. I am very proud of Renee and also people like Tranding who has mm-hmm. um, who also has her own lawsuit against um, kinetic content yeah. that we've talked about. There's, you know, the sexual assault allegations um, um, and and that's what that her lawsuit is about. But I don't know. I, I just get it, it's a it's a huge lift when it's when it's coming from an individual. Natalie, do you remember when we first started talking about our intentions to start freezing our eggs a couple of episodes ago? Mm hmm. We received so many messages from women about it, and I realized how important it is to understand our fertility. I agree. Like, I don't think that we should be waiting to understand our fertility until right when we're trying to have kids. I want kids in the future, just not right now. So I think it's really important to understand factors that would impact my fertility. So I really like Modern Fertility. It was created to test your fertility hormones at home. You start with a simple finger prick, then you mail it in with a prepaid label, and then you'll get your results within a few business days. And then you'll get insight into your hormone level like what every hormone means, your ovarian reserve, aka if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age, and other important factors that can impact your fertility. And if you want, you can download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Okay, that's actually amazing. And I've heard hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600. So I feel like doing it at home is such an easy option. Yeah, and it's $179. So it's an affordable way to test your fertility hormones. And you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA or HSA. 
And right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash out of the pods. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash out of the pods. Modernfertility.com slash out of the pods. One thing that Friedman told another publication deadline is, quote, these agreements are being used as swords to threaten people to keep them silent and also as shields to hide their illegality behind a signature and an attitude of saying, well, you signed it, end quote. I thought that was really interesting because I do agree. Like if you think about our contracts that we signed for um, Love is Blind, it's it's kind of crazy. Like I won't go into like the full details, but it. There is a lot of like a lot of things they say we can't do. And I've I also mm-hmm. remember reading it and being like, is this legal? Like, is yeah. this is this legal? See, I never had the question, is it legal? But I was like, you know what? I guess they have the right to, you know, create a contract in whatever terms they seem necessary, right? But I was, I remember when I was about to sign the contract and literally my entire family sat down and we projected the contract. We read it page by page and I almost did not sign it because I was like, there's so much left for up for interpretation. Like there's just like blurred lines. And I was like, oh my gosh, I will literally have no control. But at the same time, I was like, this is such a cool opportunity. Mm, And like- Yeah. And I was like, why not just do it? Because I don't think any of these things would happen. You know, I agree. When I was thinking about the worst case scenario, reading the contract, it's hard to think about the worst case scenario. You're like, what is really the worst thing that can happen? It's like signing a job contract or like when you sign your job offer. Mm -hmm. It's, It's like you think to yourself, what's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. When I signed my job offer with EY when I made the shift from HR into management consulting, I knew nothing about management consulting. I knew nothing about EY. Right. Um, but the thing is, you take the chance because you're like, well, what's the worst that can happen? Like, this is a very known company. It's not like they're going to screw mm-hmm. me over. Um, but then you hear at companies like I'm not talking about EY, but in general, like things like sexual assault happens. Like there's, mm-hmm. you know, like companies do illegal things too. But those are things you just don't expect. Just like we wouldn't, when we signed our contracts for Love is Blind with Kinetic Content or with Delirium TV, I mean, which I think is a subsidiary of Kinetic Content, but I'm not sure. You know, you don't think that like all these types of manipulation can happen or even like these allegations of sexual assault. Um, You just, your mind just doesn't go there when you sign this contract because it's like signing a job offer. You're like, no, I big company they'll take care of me like of course they won't do anything crazy because i've never seen something like that in the news they're like a well-known company like why would they ever take that risk but then you get in it and you're like holy shit yeah and especially with love is blind being such a big tv show you don't expect it because you're like obviously they're never going to do you wrong like that but you're totally right about the job analogy i love that you mentioned that because it just proves to you that like work culture is so important. And I feel like the environment that we were working in was not good because it's just not like reality TV. There's a reason why reality TV is like kind of crumbling a little bit right now because participants are speaking out about their experiences. And it's a lot of the time a little bit traumatizing. Yeah, And it's just crazy how 
I'm just proud of her. I'm truly just really proud of her for standing up. And weirdly, like, I know that you can is has been backing her up. And I think that that's like, I'm glad that she has that support. I agree. I very much agree. Going back to what Friedman said about the agreements, though, like how they're Mm -hmm. being used as swords to threaten people to keep them silent. I really do think that that's what those contracts have are for like the ones that we sign. And I don't think it's okay. Like if a production company isn't doing something wrong, why are they keeping people from talking about their full experiences? Yes. And why are they keeping people? Why is there like a fine to leave? Yeah. Why is there a fine to leave? If Chris Colin, the creator of the show says that people can leave whenever they want, then why is that $50,000 fine there? Exactly. Exactly. It's it's literally the the contract is literally set up to make sure that you will never step out of line. It's it's literally every part of it is like a scare tactic, you know, and it's I'm glad that the uh, article came out. I'm glad the um, lawyers have said, like, this is essentially an illegal contract. And I I was like, thank God someone's saying something about it for future participants. I do. I hope that it makes changes. Um, Do you really think that they're going to make changes, though? (laughs) I hope that this does lead to like a broader effort to amend these sorts of contracts because they are really scary to sign. I think it always goes back to like people saying, well, you signed it like you shouldn't have signed it. But I again, it goes back to like. You watch these shows and if you don't know how they're made behind the scenes, you think really what is the worst that can happen? Like truly. Reality Ashley, I think we've talked about her multiple times on this show, but Reality Ashley posted on her Instagram about the story where she mentions that she heard Renee was allegedly going to film Perfect Match season two. And I thought that was kind of wild because I'm like, is it relevant? Like, what did you think about that? I think it was relevant for Reality Ashley um, because I felt like this was implying that like Renee may be exaggerating or lying because why would she want to do another show produced by kinetic content and Netflix if she is, um, you know, alleging she went through, you know, like things like imprisonment or, you know, was put in unsafe situations. Um, So Mm -hmm. I I actually understand why she included the fact that Renee allegedly agreed to film Perfect Match season two. She is yeah. not on Perfect Match season two. That we can confirm. But um, I I don't think that because Renee wanted to film Perfect Match season two, if it's true, like that is a that means that she is exaggerating or lying. I agree. I think like um, it, from my perspective, The reason why I want to say that it's not relevant whatsoever is because sometimes after you've gone through something really difficult, you kind of suppress that emotion or you suppress that like experience because you're trying to just deal with it. And so when you're moving on in life, you kind of sit down and you reflect back. And sometimes it can take years for this to happen. That's why people as adults go to therapy and they try to heal their childhood trauma. So it's just like that. It's like we're trying to process things. And so, I mean, like we tend to just move on. And if the opportunities are present, presented to us obviously we're like okay should we take it or not but I feel like sometimes participants don't even realize that they were wronged until they hear other people 
talking about it. Specifically, I think you can was a huge part of that, too, is because like Nick Thompson and Jeremy came out with like a lot of allegations, obviously. And so I feel like there's strength in numbers. So when you hear about other people's like experiences and them recanting it, I feel like it makes you like think about what you went through and realize that it's not okay. Yeah. I have also like a, uh, I think an additional take on that. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's separate. Like I I think about our experience, right? I had like, I did not enjoy my filming experience. I felt like there was things that happened that was very manipulative. Um, I look very low on kinetic content. I love Netflix though. I'm not going to lie, but I think that kinetic content Mm -hmm. really, because you're, you're kind of leading people to get married and you're also casting very, for the most part, very normal, normal people who average people. Yeah. Yeah. Like that type of thing in terms of like personality, their willingness to be part of the drama. I think that there is a level of higher manipulation compared to other shows. That's just based on what I've heard from other people from other dating shows, other production companies, et cetera. Even though I had a shitty experience, did I take advantage of all the really cool opportunities that was handed to me when our show came out? Like the fact Mm -hmm. that I was able to go to all these Netflix events that, you know, I was able to be part of all these panels that were led by Netflix. Yes, because in my mind. Oh, and then and then on top of that, like I considered Perfect Match season one and season two. Yeah, I remember. I, I, I for me, it was a way of like, how do I like take control of what I went through? I went through a really shitty experience filming But how do I make it all worth it by going to these really cool opportunities? And also, Mm -hmm. like, I went through this really shitty experience with kinetic content, but maybe this next show will be different because even though it's the same production company, different producers. And now I'm smarter and better. And now I could, like, you know, go through this experience and have this once in a lifetime experience, but I'm, I'm smarter to not be taken advantage of. Yeah. And not to mention also like with Perfect Match and like the whole situation with Renee wanting to do Perfect Match. I feel like a lot of the how do I put I don't want to say abuse because that's not the word, but a lot of like the mm, the challenges that Renee is dealing with with kinetic content happened right before the show was supposed to air. So I feel like she chalked it up to, oh, I just had a bad fiance and that's why all this shit happened to me. But it's literally how they treated her in the aftermath when the show was about to air. That's, I think, where it really like she was like, oh, my gosh, like taken aback. Like, I cannot believe this is happening to me. And so and I am perfect match, like the potential to be on perfect match happened way before that she realized like it's it's him that's the problem it's not kinetic essentially so she was okay with doing perfect match until right before the show aired when they literally were like trying to silence her and that's when she was like oh my gosh the problem is him plus this production company they're literally ruining my life and so i think like it kind of all snowballed later and not just like right after filming had ended you know but it's just it's a lot I'm going to go on a tangent, um, but I've been a little bit overwhelmed just starting this new year. Everyone is talking about New Year resolutions, and I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like I'm setting 
just really hard goals for myself. But I feel like one place I've started off really well is revamping my eating habits. And HelloFresh has made that so easy for me, especially because I've been using their health forward options like over 30 calorie smart and protein smart recipes. I actually am finding comfort in knowing that HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Each HelloFresh box is packed with farm fresh ingredients and everything arrives pre-portioned right to your doorstep for less hassle and less wasted food. Okay, I'm actually going to add both of those as my new year resolution. So less hassle in life and less wasted food. And I feel like HelloFresh just saves me so much time in the kitchen and completely eliminates the need to think about what I'm going to eat because I have the recipe for my meals and I have everything that I need. So I know that each meal is going to be healthy, quick and super delicious. Yes, go to HelloFresh.com slash out of the pods free and use code out of the pods free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's a free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash out of the pods free with code out of the pods free. Do you think that these types of lawsuits like this one, um, the sexual assault claims, the food and sleep deprivation claims, the lawsuits that are led by Jeremy Hartwell and Tran Ding, do you think that this will lead to the end of the Love is Blind franchise? Oh, that is a great question. I don't think that it's going to be the end of it. I think there's going to be fines to be paid. I think there's going to be, obviously, they're going to have to, I don't know. I feel like there's a settlement coming. I don't know what's going to happen, but I really truly think that this franchise is so big and there's so many seasons that have been filmed that they will find a way to continue airing that because ultimately I feel like a lot of the time uh, headlines, all these like bad things kind of like subside. Like within five years, I feel like, if things go better and they make changes, all of the stuff will just like fall out and people will forget. Truly. Yeah. I was going to say the new cycle is so fast. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, people remember the lawsuit and then, you know, they start talking about how great like one season of the show was. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. more news about a lawsuit comes through and then, you know, people are focused on the actual show. And so I think that like a lot of these claims and allegations and lawsuits will be forgotten. Um, I I don't think I agree with you. I don't think it, it will lead to the end of the love is blind franchise. I think that sadly, no, if Connecticut, if, if it does, if, if anything, the worst case scenario, it'll lead to the end of kinetic content. Like they will no longer be able to produce love is blind. I think that's a worst case scenario. Oh, well, I guess best case for many, like, like, I think the worst case scenario for kinetic content and Netflix is that. Um, Love is Blind will stop being produced by kinetic content. Considering a Mm -hmm. lot of what's happening is around that production company, I think a new production company would take up producing Love is Blind. And that would be like the, I guess, the solution for what is happening. That means that kinetic or delirium TV would have to let go of their they would have to sign over their rights for the show essentially but i think because they do they have. own it i think to that, netflix i i think netflix actually owns the like the right to love is blind like the name and everything mm, i thought the opposite way i thought that kinetic and delirium sold the show to netflix they and they still the have show. the rights that means that netflix owns it right just to to sell the show being on their platform only 
but not the right. Who knows, though? I don't know yeah, the legalities of the situation. Know. Yeah, it's interesting how it will like go about, though. I do have to say one thing, though. I, I think like when I first heard about all the allegations that Nick and Danielle put out there and just like it started small and I was just like, oh, this is interesting. Like I didn't really think that big much of it. And then when Our experiences like, were slow- different, like, at yeah, the day, like it was so different. Yeah. Uh, and I that's why I'm thinking about it. Very different experiences. Yeah. And like now that I'm like looking at the news and everything, I feel like there's people not just from Love is Blind now, like Married at First Sight. There is a reason why the foundation is crumbling and like a change has to be made for sure. That's like so evident. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll keep you guys updated how this story progresses. I'm curious if there's going to be more updates. I'm very curious if this will have any impact on Love is Mind season six coming out February 14th. So my personal opinion is that it won't. I think people are going to nope. forget about this in a month when um, season six comes out. But we'll see how transparent the season six cast is. Like, I'm curious if they will start talking because I feel like with what has been said by people on our season some people on season three, if you really do your digging, mm-hmm. um, I think season four, they're a very quiet. They follow the rules. They I feel like they very much are. I want to say up kinetics, but but they I think they're more like, I don't want to be part of this drama. But and then season five is talking. But I wonder if what type of cast season six will be. Mm-hmm. Will they and truly, I feel like or keep. Yeah, up? but <laughs> truly, when you have fresh blood. Uh, I feel like it's just like nerve wracking because you remember when we were in that state, we were like, oh, my God, like there's so many things going on and you just don't want to step out of line because you're like there is a contract in place. There's an NDA in place. There's like so much going and on. And you're constantly and they will remind you. Yeah, yes. exactly. A hundred percent. I know season six is being told the same things. Yeah. Yeah. With Especially right now with everything that's going on in the media, I feel like they have so many stricter rules for them and they're keeping them on a leash. You know, they're like, if you want to be aired. (laughs) One thing I did hear, this is some tea for you guys. They're not allowed to talk to past cast members like because I will say I think that's how like future season cast members get smarter is they'll reach out to past cast members mm-hmm. um less about us I, th- I i have a feeling they're probably like season six people are probably reaching out to season five people um yeah. just like how season five people reach out because it's new or people um and yeah. so on um but uh, i've heard that like kinetic content is like telling season six cast members like you better not talk to <laughs> alumni so on february everywhere. 14th Natalie, so on February 14th, you're saying we can't reach out to them and have them come on the podcast. <laughs> they're going to be like, or, no, 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 no. They're no. not going to get any advice. But I was like, look, I was like, <laughs> the smartest thing you can do if you were on Love is Blind is reach out to a former cast member. Like no one is ever mm-hmm. going to like tattle on you or say no. I mean, I would do the same. It's like you're doing your research and preparing yourself. Like, why wouldn't you? But I thought that was kind yeah. of crazy that they're like kind of putting now these boundaries I've also heard that they've been telling future cast members, like, we won't give you opportunities if you, you know, step out of line type of thing. So mm. I, I think they're just getting really, really strict. That's like really fucked up. It's such a 
uh, it's, there's so much manipulation. And I feel like even me, like going through, I feel like I had a positive experience. I think like there was moments where I didn't realize it was manipulation, but it 100% was. It's like, I mean, thankfully, I just didn't have. Uh, why are some of these like newer cast members making Shake look so good? You know, I'm like, thank God I had Shake. Like, he wasn't that bad. <laughs> you know but wow that's uh it's it's crazy we'll see what happens though i'm like i'm excited for change to happen and i feel like thank god for people actually speaking out and doing something about it sorry to veer off but i'm so hungry right now okay well if you know anything about me i get hungry so easily so i've been trying to up the protein in my diet and i feel like there's so many benefits of a high protein diet like better metabolism hormone regulation bone health but i really struggle in getting protein in my diet so i've been chomping on these meat sticks called chomps as my snack and they're so freaking good my favorites are their italian style beef sticks and oh my gosh their jalapeno beef ones are perfection (laughs) of course you like meat sticks (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) i love chomps too their sticks have up to 12 grams of protein per stick also i'm pretty careful with what i put in my body so i can confirm that there isn't any unhealthy additives in these and they contain zero grams of sugar so they're low carb keto friendly allergy friendly and don't contain any fillers it's just all natural ingredients i love that so right now chomps is offering our listeners 20 percent off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash out of the pots go to chomps.com slash out of the pots to see all their delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's chomps.com slash out of the pots. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. Okay, Natalie, in other <laughs> drama related news, do there's you more? watch <laughs> there's there's a lot going on. There's something in the air in 2024 already. Um, have you watched The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? No, that is the <laughs> one franchise or that is the one city of Real Housewives that I don't watch. Oh, my God. You're missing out because it is probably my favorite my favorite really because first of all there's a lot of like mormons there's a lot there's just a lot going on there's like a lot of layers to these ladies but i wanted to tell you about this one significant thing that happened in the finale oh my gosh okay so obviously there is <laughs> I don't oh know my god start, so Why, this, this better be so good because you're so excited to tell me and i uh, i literally went immediately <laughs> I immediately went to like Instagram. I was like, what is happening? But anyways, okay. So there's this girl named Monica on The Real House of Salt Lake City. She is new this year. And she's been like really crazy about like just saying a lot of like random rumors all season. And everyone's like, what the, what is happening? Mm -hmm. So essentially Heather gay she's been on the show since season one of salt lake city and essentially she pulls all of the housewives together except for monica and she's like i have something to tell you guys and she drops this bombshell that monica is actually this instagram troll account called reality von tees and oh this instagram account reality von tees apparently has been like outing Jen Shaw and all of the bad behaviors that she's like done over the past whatever time. And for those who don't know about this show, Jen Shaw is also from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, but she went to prison 
for defrauding elderly people. So it's like the worst crime you can ever commit. Like, it's horrible. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, so bad. So and bad. I've heard about Jen Shaw, too. Yeah, she's huge. I think back in the day, I just never watched that franchise either until recently. But is it but, a bad thing that if if Monica is reality Von Tees, which it sounds like she is, like that was confirmed. There's why other is it people bad? involved, she said. But yes. Interesting. Okay, why is it bad that she exposed Jen Shaw? Like, isn't that a good thing? Oh. Because I feel like Jen Shaw, I did hear that she defrauded elderly people. Yes. So to your point, it is a good thing. And that's what Monica stands behind that she's like, I would do it again because she's the the worst human in the world. And she had to be sent oh to jail. God. So she like does it. But then she goes, but talking about all of you guys was just like a um Oh, whatever. she talked to so she talked the other to housewives. Yes, yes, okay. yes. So that's, that's why Heather got so pissed. And she was like, you have been trolling us online. Like there's moments we woke up scared and like just feared for our lives just because like all this information is being exposed. And it was you all along. And like it was such an like that episode that finale will go down in history as one of the best episodes of Real Housewives. It was so good. So good. You need to watch it. A few questions. When the way that that episode was edited, did Monica come off as in the wrong, like she was the villain? Oh, yeah, because Heather was like literally accusing her. And the entire time at dinner, she was like, I am not reality bonties. Oh, and she's like, it's not me. And then and then after a little while, she goes, well, it's not I'm not entirely reality. (laughs) And she like exposed herself at dinner. Monica was like, there's other people involved behind the account, though. And one of those people that was involved was Heather's hairstylist. So that is so bad. That's yeah. So right now, right now in the um, in the Instagram universe, they're just like everyone's like spewing out so much information right now. So there's the reunion's going to be really good. But my question to you would be, how wild would it be if you were on a reoccurring reality TV show and one of your cast members is? A mole, essentially, and is like, like trolling you. Is like talking shit about you for a profit to yeah. the blogs. Oh, I would literally lose my mind. That would cause like a bunch of mistrust. I honestly think that that's really shitty. It's like, so can you shitty. imagine that you have this this account that talks like really negatively? about people around you and you can't say it to their face and you still surround yourselves with those people like you know what i'm saying yeah because like like, huge manipulation but it's kind of funny but it's still like like that's something like a bad person would do like it's not it's like truly though i (laughs) the internet is very divided though because they're like thank god for monica because she brought the drama this season and she exposed jen shaw and you know i i don't know it's just so interesting how we have that (laughs) what do you what do you we had a mole in the friend group remember well i wouldn't call it a mole in the friend group but a mole part of the broader cast uh okay explain this to me what is let me jog your memory, Miss Dora. Please, because here. I'm like, I don't know. There's so much that happens. I don't remember a lot of things. Okay. I, I'm not sure if I have a really good memory or you weren't you weren't sitting around for this. But I think you were. There was that situation where 
Danielle and Nick's divorce was um, was leaked to the news. Oh, mm-hmm. and Danielle was very sure it was someone from our broader cast, like one of the one of the men. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I remember we were discussing this, and we we're like, actually, wait, it actually might be yes. one of these men who leaked it to a news outlet because no. he had, I guess, like a connection to like someone who worked to something yeah and i remember it like rock kind of not rocking our world but we're like what the heck like yeah wow i actually i think i remember that now now that i think about it i was like oh yes i i actually do remember when that happened i feel like it's just like such a distant (laughs) memory that i completely forgot about it and it didn't happen to me so i was just like oh it's not like in the forefront of my mind but yes i do remember that and that's what the scariest fucking part is is like keep your friend circle super close especially when it comes to media or like you know I don't know fame is kind of like a drug and people will do fucking anything for it sometimes and it's like I don't know everyone's values are so different and I'm like don't trust a hoe out here you can't trust a hoe (laughs) you really can't Well, I'm not, I'm not it, talking about anyone in specific, but like, don't trust people. <laughs> if you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Well, and then there was that other situation too. With, yes. That involved me. This one kind of like shook me a little bit. And I felt like I, I felt so uncomfortable with just like talking to um, the women at a point, but I, I have a good idea of who it was. So now I'm like, whatever. Um, but there was a TikTok made by Zachary Reality. It was when the first drop of episodes came out for our season and he made a TikTok. And the only reason I knew about this TikTok, I actually stayed off TikTok a lot during our season, like really looking at what people were saying about our season type of thing. I just kind of focused on posting like on my TikTok. Anyway, but so many people sent me this TikTok where he says, I heard that the women on the cast think that like Natalie's getting a way better edit than she deserves or something like that. (laughs) And the women on the cast. cast. But I, I I think I know who it was. Like I'm like a 99.9% sure. Yeah. And that's the sad part about it is I think I I often think about how different people are after the show airs versus how it was before, because there's so many other factors added on to all of it. And I it, even in this situation, like I'm just like, holy shit, like this woman 
it's it's a little bit different of a reality show because obviously it's like friendships are being built and like you're talking about your kids and your family and like they were there like for the real housewives situation they were there celebrating monica's birthday and all of the women were there and like they were helping her like because she was like oh i've never had a birthday like this before like i'm you know thank you so much and then behind the scenes like she's someone completely different and you're like and like talking shit about them talking shit about them but you know what's even more fucked up natalie because you just reminded me when you said the whole zachary reality situation she monica said she's like you guys should not say much because you guys have responded and talked to me using reality vontees so you don't want to out you don't want me to out you oh so, like they've individually messaged reality Von- message not her. knowing it was monica Ooh, exactly Ooh, so she's like Shh, people <laughs> And I'm like, ooh, man. Sometimes the best te- the best entertainment is what comes post show. No, literally on the internet. Okay, I have more things that, like, based on what we went through, that relates to this. Yeah, I know a cast member from our season. Ooh, this is so juicy. Well, I think you might know about this too, but I, I think I know about, about this. It. He or she, I won't like you know like expose. <laughs> created an Instagram or not an Instagram a Reddit account and was like (gasps) shitting on all of us like I don't what a fucking loser but he would be like really shitting on us and then his history was found because he would like defend himself and like shit on all of us yes and then people are like wait you know a lot of personal information wow and they like called him out and then he deleted his Reddit account oh my god okay you said he but anyways holy shit or she <laughs> dude that is like next level like how gross of a person are you okay but i'm not gonna lie to you i have a finsta account but that's because i need to like go and like watch people's lives or like not you know what i mean like their instagram live like well, it, do i don't want them I to know that out, it's me how do you think i found out jackie from season four was talking shit about us on Oh, my finsta, baby. Let's so go. Lydia from season five should learn. I was like, when you, yeah. have, if you're creeping on your ex's exes or who he's hanging out with, you always do it from a finsta. I was like, a hundred percent. Yes. Like you creep on your exes through your finsta. Like, but the worst is when you get confused. Like you think you're on your finsta, but you're actually on your real Instagram. And you- <laughs> that has never happened to me. I'm very careful. Okay. I've done that. Oh, okay. Sorry. We are going everywhere. Um, I don't know if, I, if this is normal behavior. It's not because we're in reality no, TV land. That's no, why. No, if this is not, I haven't even said the behavior yet. <laughs> I just know that it pertains to reality TV life. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if this is normal behavior, but I I check up on my exes. Not often, but like I would say like once every few months. I, I check up on them too sometimes. Yeah. One thing I will say is I don't check up on Shane. That is one person's I don't because he, I don't know what happened, but I think he blocked me at one point and then I blocked him and then it caused my Finsta to be blocked too. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. But my other exes, like from like 2016, I have, or like 2018, like I don't have any feelings for them, but I like to check up, like, how's life going? Mm -hmm. And so I'll like click on their stories and stuff. And then, (laughs) (laughs) and like these are, these are men, like my exes 
like you know like we're millennials we only have like 300 followers like, yeah, like, yeah, like we're yeah. from that back time in the of day. life where it's like yeah. 200 to 300 followers is the max you're gonna get because no one really used yeah. instagram um <laughs> so and you know like when you post a story like if you have like a small amount of followers you're gonna look at who looked at those stories it's just like natural be oh 100 percent. i don't do it now because we have like more followers so it's like who care i'm like whatever it's hard Anyways, to see just like what this did this happen like in november i creeped on him i was like oh i wonder what he's like doing if he's on vacation with his girlfriend like where did he i know her? exactly what ex you're talking about too <laughs> this bitch i like <laughs> i creeped on all his stories like you know like everything i was like looking through I actually liked a photo but i was like whatever i'm on my <gasps> finsta no you were not on your finsta <gasps> no natalie that is criminal <laughs> because i went to go log out of what i thought was my finsta and it was just my real instagram and oh I was my like, god do how I do? embarrassing I like, what do i do like what do what i have like, secondhand embarrassment for you right now how did that how to go uh i ended up just like <laughs> are you tapping up the anxiety <laughs> yeah like oh my god i was like, <laughs> like I, ended oh. up, I ended up blocking him i don't know where this is trying to go but like it, it, it is it normal like you blocked him so he wouldn't see your notifications <laughs> I just blocked him. I got like um, very like disheveled and like anxious. Kind of, like anxious, and I was just like black. <laughs> but I wonder if you got the notifications. Like I actually liked something, and I was like do do do. Like back for I like something from 2019. Like this man had not posted since 2019, and I liked it. Natalie, of course he, of course he got a notification, and he tried to click on you, and it said profile not found. I was like, but, did she block me? But can I tell you, like, it wasn't that I viewed all his stories, liked it, and then blocked him immediately. I didn't know mm. I was on my real Instagram until like hours and hours later. How? What do you mean? How? How? Like, I went to creep on him, blah blah blah, and I was like, oh, that's it. And I put my phone down, and then I went to like, you know, go live. Oh, life. and then you were on your real one, and then I went back to open my phone and then i'm oh, like blah, blah, blah. like i must be still on my finsta and i went to go creep on other people like no one that's like notable but i was like you know like whatever you know that and is... then i went to try to log out <laughs> i'm really embarrassed for you but also this is a sign to whoever's listening if you have a finsta make sure you're I on know. your finsta mm. but what i will say is I feel like every reality TV show personality has a Finsta and definitely has the urge. And some of them have the urge to create a fake Reddit account or whatever account to like defend themselves. I feel like that I would never. Thing. I would never because I'm nervous. I don't know how technology works enough to be like, can this all like what if all of a sudden like Reddit explodes and they're like, oh, my God, everyone's like personal information shows like behind that anonymous username. Like that is a fear of why I can't ever do it. I, I doubt that would happen. But there is a way to track it through IP addresses. And yeah, let me tell yeah you, like that stuff. We can. So that's yeah. why like, on my PI, I it. never comment or anything that will ever like have some be like, hmm, I wonder who this exactly. is. Exactly. The Finsta is not for liking things. It's not for commenting on things. It is purely to creep. It is purely to join Instagram lives and that is it. <laughs> do not do anything 100%. else with that. And have don't I had the urge? Have I had the urge to like defend my friends or myself yes. with my finsta? Yes. But the goal of a finsta is to never be caught that it's your finsta. Never. You just can't do it. But exactly. I go back to the Reddit account. I think it's so funny. But I also think was like that is so fucked up. 
Like that is so It's fucked so up. fucked up. The Reddit thing is wild to me because first of all, as a fucking like somebody who has uh, um like a following or like people talk shit about them on Reddit, don't fucking go to Reddit and read that. If you have like it just creates a bad mental <laughs> space because every single person has shit on them. It is the devil's playground. Reddit is like, well, I will never go on that platform. Look, I, I'm not you love Reddit. I use I use Reddit for financial advice. That has that is how I learned. Like from, um, Reddit is how I'm good for you. Financially <laughs> literate, like where I learned to invest, how I managed my money. It was literally through reading Reddit threads, like Wall Street bets, things like that. Yeah. But anyways, That's, I just think it's okay. weird that a cast member was talking shit because i'm like if you're gonna talk shit own it like <laughs> say it to my face or say it with your name attached to it don't literally you're really gonna create a fake anonymous reddit account to talk shit about me also like that's just like such an insecure fucking thing to do like and i i've heard castmates and i think you know who i'm talking about have sent in like leaks about themselves that no one would fucking care to ever like even Yes, I know. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm like, no one gives a shit if you're with a random girl here. Like, what? Yeah. And and he literally, what did he do? He uh, exposed himself or he sent a picture of himself to this Dumois. troll account. Dumois. Uh, that's yeah, it's, it's like an troll anonymous, account. Sorry. like, I don't know. It's like oh, celebrity sightings and whatever. Yeah. Like where you could send anonymous like stories or um, things you've heard about other celebrities or like if you see like two celebrities, like you take a photo of them, you could like leak it to Dumois. It has I think that um, account has like million plus followers, but yeah, oh, so know. many who I'm talking about. OK, so Dumois is kind of like she's kind of like Gossip Girl, right? Yeah. A little bit. Can I tell you at the end of uh, the Salt Lake City finale, that's what they're calling Monica. Monica was like, even Gossip Girl had to get caught. <laughs> like she said something along those lines. And I was like, this is iconic. Iconic. Like, it's so good. Oh, but I, I, I know what it feels like. I feel like when you've got like a mole around you, it's a yeah, very that's weird. Bullshit betraying feeling but that is yeah. really funny now i have to go watch it it's so good natalie and then also we find out who punched heather it's jen shaw dun 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 we knew we absolutely knew it was her i cannot believe that heather got punched in the face by her, a castmate and she states this is why i want to get heather on the podcast like i absolutely love her i'm going to read her book bad mormon i'm a Heather Stan now. <laughs> okay, so I I have not watched Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, but I heard about Heather Gay's black eye. Like people are like, "What happened to you?" And she wouldn't say. And it was confirmed it was Jen Shaw, her friend. Mm-hmm. Her yeah, friend Jen Shaw yeah. punched you in the eye. Would you keep Dude. grit for the public? Yes. Because did it happen drunkenly? Like, did she straight up just like socket her? They were real okay. So Jen Shaw has a history of uh, anger issues because you see with Reality Vontees what she's like released. It's like Jen Shaw yelling at her employees, and like it is horrifying. It's like really, really bad. And so I think Heather was like really trying to be a good friend to her, but yeah, she was drunk and she punched her. That's why I feel like I wouldn't. I'd love you too much to send you to the cops. I don't care. Punch me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's so mean to say. That's weird to say, but I truly think I would protect you, actually. <laughs> no, same. Because I think that we've done it yeah. with our other cast members. I think, you know, yeah. we've been honest but not honest about this because we love, like, our friends from our cast and also, like, yeah. other cast members from Love is Blind. But there has been, I, I wouldn't say necessarily involving Deep D and I, but there's been, like, shitty things that have happened. But we mm-hmm. know that it's not sometimes it's just not worth like it's not our business to expose type of thing and so um and i think we also do it because like they're our friends like it would look bad on them but there is some like shit that has gone down across the love is Mm -hmm. blind seasons with like cast members within you know from different seasons we're girls girls yeah i think that there is like some sort of girls code yeah. And, and like whatever shit we deal with, we deal with it internally. Like the public doesn't need to know about that shit, you know? Yeah. So I think that, if, yeah. yes, if you punched me in the face when you were drunk and having a little moment, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would have to, I, I wouldn't expose it either. I think I would be like, yeah. you got to deal with this privately and like, bitch, you are we're like, we're canceling the now. Yeah. I mean, like, we're, don't act we're like canceling the end the, of it. <laughs> I was like, I'm a vengeful bitch, but I'll never toss you under publicly. Dude, what the the worst fucking part about the entire situation is I remember this scene when Jen comes into the room after she punched her and she's like, we have to come up with a reason. Like, that's why we brought you. Like, what what, what should we say happened? And we're like, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> she's like, Heather's like, I don't know what did happen. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. Did you fall? <laughs> like, I was just so weird. But that was funny. Man, man, oh man. That is reality TV gold, you know? Gold. Wow. Wow, I what a season. Sometimes, like, I wish sometimes. Well, I was going to say, I feel like sometimes think that. I feel like sometimes I would like for people to think that um, we live very, like, content boring lives like we're just you know just like like floating away or we're just floating through life and it's easy but mm-hmm. there's some shit that goes down in behind the scenes like sometimes i was like there is a camera here i feel like we'd be called vanter dump rules vander d- <laughs> ma'am <laughs> vanderpump rules is coming back for my bravo fans please slide in my dm if you want to discuss but what a crazy 2024 for not only the Real Housewives, but also Love is Blind. We'll keep you updated <laughs> if you hear anything more. And obviously, if you hear anything, please send us a DM or comment on our Instagram page at Out of the Pods. Yes. And make sure you leave a review and subscribe. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. 
Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.